0: tuned in, this is the Men Church Stuff Podcast. It's the show where brothers-in-law DJ Cult and Brad Coleman talk about what it's like being Christian men in today's society. Having spent our entire lives immersed in church culture, we want to share our experiences with other men who are willing to listen. We'll talk life stuff, church stuff, man stuff, and, well, stuff stuff. Let's get to it. Greetings, everyone here and there, and everywhere, all across the land. Welcome to the Men Church Stuff Podcast, 2024 edition. Woo-hoo. I I I would guess, Brad, that we're out of the beta version. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I don't unless 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 the beta version is like a, a year or a hundred episodes or something. So if so, then we're still in the beta version. But 2024, happy new year. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Culp. As always, here with my beloved brother in law Brad Coleman. Brad, happy new year, man. Happy New Year. Another year. Another year. Another year. Brad and I have actually been hanging out for an hour, so it feels weird to me to ask him, Brad, how you doing?
1: Yeah, how you doing? I already yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> we're welcoming everyone else to the conversation.
0: That's right. Yeah, we're going to rehash the conversation that we've had. Yeah. So this episode is going to be two hours. Just kidding. No.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Um.
0: So, listeners, if you're new to the show, uh, Brad and I uh, were brothers-in-law. Um, we actually got to see each other. Um, I'm going to say briefly; I think that's fair. Um, we got to see each other on Christmas Day. Um, my folks uh, are both retired. They don't live too far from from where uh, where me and my family live. But um, Brad, you guys came down and 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 we got to hang out on Christmas Day. It was a ton of fun. I. Whenever whenever I hang out with you guys, I hate that it has to end. Yeah. Gosh, I love hanging out with you all so much, man. Um yeah. we're pretty awesome. You are pretty yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, the
1: feeling's mutual for sure.
0: <laughs> that you're pretty awesome. I'm glad that yeah. the feeling that the feeling is mutual. I'm pretty yeah. sure everybody thinks that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I um, know a few
1: people that don't. So Yeah.
0: But uh, the day after originally um day after Christmas my wife's uh uh she really just wanted to pack you know and Shara uh just had so much that she wanted to be able to get done but on Christmas Day listeners m- uh, my parents actually had a very very large warped um warped floor in the kitchen yeah. um and so Brad in his um in his handyman uh handyman suave we were able to we were able to kind of just put a little band-aid on it that was fun though dude um yeah i mean we were we were under we were under my parents house what was it like five hours probably i don't know like
1: i i get focused so yeah yeah i know I, I, I
0: didn't i didn't know either dude i was so sore the next day yes
1: Isaiah was a little bit. He was like, "Oh, my my shoulders hurt a little bit." <laughs> I'm like, "Shut up,
0: shut up." That's right. Like Just my shut whole up.
1: body is aching. Yeah, yeah Do my shoulders. The, stove, and neck the down. stove was looking for new real estate. Yes, it was, <laughs> it and was. Uh, kind of tilting that way. So we got to get under there and reinforce everything and make sure that it is uh, back to level uh, ish, uh, and, yeah. and and no longer
0: um problematic for the current <laughs> season. <laughs> yeah, for the current season. Yeah. But dude, I got to use I got to use a lot of my tools. And go. in the words yeah. of Tim Allen, ho ho ho. You know like <laughs> uh, uh, uh. yeah. Like it was that was fun. That was fun. Yeah.
1: Especially once you know we figured out how to make your saw not try to kill us, yeah, no, every right? Time we cut a board, <laughs> that's right, like a, like a raging bulldog <laughs> at
0: the yeah. end there. Yeah, that's the kind of bulldog I don't want to get bit by. Yeah, yeah. it will
1: win always. So Tur- it turns out I just had a toothache, just need a little, little <laughs> that's adjustment <right>. there. <laughs> it yeah, it's good.
0: True. Well, listeners, um. If you're new to the show and if you're not new to the show, we, we wish you a very happy new year. Um but uh Brad actually has the topic for today. Um so Brad, pass it yeah, to you. So
1: I want to talk about a very important topic, and especially I think in America, an underutilized thing. Dude, you're uh, so right. I think our culture. Uh, teaches us almost that we should be ashamed and it's wrong if we're doing this. Um, And that's, it's a four letter word in America. Yeah. Cause it's rest. Uh, It is four letter word. Yeah. Rest is, is so very important. Yeah. Uh, But I think we're, we've trained ourselves or we've been trained by society to see rest as one unnecessary. uh, Two as something for the weak I mean, Um, I remember shirts, especially in football, is like, rest when you're dead. Um, Yeah. Well, if you don't, you're going to get there quicker. Um, Yes, that's true. uh, But rest, it is important. How do I know it's important? Well, I want to get into Psalm 23 and look at rest. But first, let's just talk about how who initiated. Rest, yeah, um, go there, so Brad. Here's, here's, go, this, dude. Like, um, so here's this guy. Uh, let's we'll just call him God.
0: We'll call and, him God.
1: Yeah, he made he's everything. He's a friend of a friend. Yeah, no, he's we'll a personal friend God. of mine. <laughs> if you don't know him, I'd love to introduce you to him.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, That's the purpose of the show. Yeah, but,
1: <laughs> God made everything. And we have the, the the layout of our week, uh, six days of in creation, where God works, where He creates, where he um, forms all of the stuff, which is good. And then on the seventh day, it says he rests from all the the creation, all the the labor. Now, I always think that's funny, I think, to my brain. Because I'm like, you're God, you don't need to rest. And and I think I think I'm absolutely right in that. Is he is God and He doesn't need to rest. Yeah. Um, but we do. Right. And so He gives us this model of all right, do and work and do all this. But on the seventh day, you need to rest. So we we need rest. God instituted rest. Uh, We need rest for a lot of things. So this is where I want to go into Psalm 23, which, by the way, is one of my favorites. Um, But it wasn't growing up. I memorized it in church and uh, for a long time was not sure uh, why I'd be so happy or why this guy was so happy about having the Lord as his shepherd, but yet he didn't want the Lord to be a shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Um, And then I grew in understanding and in English and understood a little better that what he meant was I will have no lack. I will not be wanting because the Lord is my shepherd. So. Right. Right. For those of you that learned that today.
0: (laughs) You can turn the podcast off. You got Uh, you got what you needed. The Lord is my
1: (laughs) shepherd. (laughs) I shall not want him. No, yeah. there's no him there. It's just. But verse two says, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. That sounds a lot like rest to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it also yeah. shows us, I think, in the picture of why rest is important and, and different things of rest that we need to do. Um, he makes me to lie down (laughs) in green pastures. He makes me. Um, I have heard people say many times, people who are godly people who have just, who are just these type A go, 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 go getters who have gotten sick or something has happened or an accident where they have been laid down for a while and I've heard more than one say, you know what? I'm pretty sure this is God making me rest because I just was going and going and going and not stopping. And so God's mm-hmm. making me rest. <laughs> he makes me to lie down in green pastures. I think mean, that's uh, good. So we need to lie down. That means we're not walking, we're not moving, we're not going through a valley. We're we're not climbing a mountain. We need that time where we're lying down, and the green pasture, of course, is plentiful for food. If you're a sheep, it's it's comfortable, right? Uh, it's it's safe because you're with the shepherd. He leads me beside quiet waters, right? So there's there's very little risk of drowning. It's not roaring <laughs> rapids. It's not the right. excitement of white water. It is a gentle stream or quiet pond. It's not Florida. There's no gators, <laughs> right? Peaceful. It's serene. Um, just the sound of the stream, nature. Yes. Yeah. Shut down.
0: Uh, what? What I think, Brad, that in this this is you know to your to your point that you opened with that yeah. our culture our culture it's not just that our culture tells us not to do this whether whether overtly or or subliminally but like our culture as you mentioned looks down upon it it judges mm-hmm. us mm-hmm um Commercialism judges us. In that, I think with like verses one and two here, the Lord is my shepherd. There's nothing I lack. I don't know what version you're reading out of. I'm, I'm reading out of Holman. Um, Lord is my shepherd. There's nothing I lack. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He does, but I also have the choice to prevent that too. <laughs> And I mean, I can point fingers and say, well, American culture won't let me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's probably true of you. If you let American culture, um, uh, you know, commercialism, um, the economic pursuit of, quote unquote, happiness, I.E. That could be stuff, money. Power, fame, whatever. But. I think in the moments of pure desperation, is when we we might feel like God is making us stop. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I'm I'm I maybe painting with too too broad of a brush there, because I will certainly say in the last in the last year and a half of my life, there have been moments where I could tell that my schedule was really starting to get away from me. <clears throat> And, and I knew, and I knew in my spirit, I'm. Um, if you want to say God told me, I would, I wouldn't necessarily put it in that particular, that particular sense. Um, as in other experiences where God clearly told me, DJ, do this, but I could definitely tell in my spirit, DJ, you need to, you need to go to God for rest or mm-hmm. else, or else your schedule is going to get the best of you. Um, go ahead. So yeah,
1: well, here's the thing: you're talking about, you know, God doesn't always make us; He'll let us run around for a while. But yeah. do you know what I'm told they would do to wandering sheep that were constantly wandering? What the shepherd would do?
0: Break his legs, wouldn't it?
1: Break his leg. Yeah, and that seems so cruel. It does. It, it sounds to, especially to our culture today. Yeah, That's right. So cruel. That's so mean. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we need yeah. to give the sheep Except voting for, rights, if, Brad. If
1: he if he continues to if he continues to wander off, uh, then he's going to die. Mm-hmm. He's he's going to get himself away from the shepherd. Uh, he's going to be meal for a wolf. He's right. uh, he's going to fall off a cliff.
0: He's yeah,
1: stuck in a hole. All kinds of different things that that could happen to the sheep. So he needs the shepherd, and so. But the shepherd doesn't just break its leg. It's, it's, it's not a horse scenario. Oh, the horse broke its leg, it's shoot it. Yeah, no, it's right. not lamb chops tonight. But the shepherd would break its leg mm-hmm. and then carry the sheep around its neck or his neck, around his neck. Yeah. Um, while that leg was set and healing. So much so that what typically happened, as I understand, not a shepherd, never had a sheep. I had a gun once, very different. (laughs) Um, I haven't had either. So you're, you're you already had to be bred. He was a bully. Uh, And that sheep develops that fondness of being near the shepherd. Mm -hmm. And once it's healed, generally that sheep didn't wander anymore, but it really kind of was the shadow of the shepherd. It stayed near the shepherd. Yeah. Um, Yeah, man. And the safest place. Is as close as you can be to the shepherd, right? The yeah. closer you are to the shepherd, safer you are. Yeah. So, in this, in essence, we could argue that God made that, or that shepherd made that sheep rest. God, I think, will make us rest. Why do Why do we need to rest? Um, well, verse three says, "He restores my soul." And then it goes into, he guides me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. And then there's the valley of the shadow of death or the deepest darkness. Um, I will say in my life, some of the hardest times that I went through, some of the darkest valleys. Yeah. If I look back, I can see that season of rest that God gave me leading up to that. That I didn't know that was what was going on at the time. Mm-hmm. but in hindsight I can see that um, and there's there's definitely one instance in particular uh, which I don't want to go in today but like I can go I don't know if I'd have made it through that if God hadn't mm-hmm. given me that rest that by the way at the time I was kind of ag- aggravated at the end of it like uh, thought things were good now they're not right and then I can see in hindsight how God used it um, but I want to talk about there's 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 the Sabbath rest. you know, you're resting from your work. um it was a time of worship, of focusing on God um and with your family. So yeah. all of these other distractions aside. So there's more than just physical rest there. There's spiritual rest. There's mental rest. I mean, if we look at ourselves as like a three-legged stool, right? We have our physical, we have our mental, Mm -hmm. and we have our spiritual. And if you have ever sit on a three-legged stool, as long as everything's balanced, it's good. Yep. But if one of those legs is off kilter or one of those legs is missing or one of those legs is a lot shorter than the other one, it doesn't make for a good seat. So if we're this three-legged stool, this trinity of <laughs> things, it's God likes trinities.
0: yeah right, God likes trinities,
1: yeah <laughs> um, <clears throat> We as men need rest. women and children need rest too. but I think we live in a culture too where especially for men, like yeah. I hear I hear people brag about working, you know 70, 80 hours a week. Which is I don't think is good. Yeah, that doesn't I mean, sound like a braggart. Get,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes
1: you got to do it, and I yeah, have you sure. know, and I have certainly have respect for those people who are working those hours to make ends meet, to do things. Those are working two or three jobs, right? You've also got to make sure you rest. You know, uh, in college, I worked for UPS on third shift, and and I went to school full time. I did that for best part of two years, and it was – I survived. Mm-hmm. I made it through. Uh, for the people that continue to do that kind of thing, whew, you, you'll you wear out. I was a young guy. Yeah. I was stressed out. You were newly married uh, too, right? I like was you were newly married. Uh, yeah. And I will tell you, uh, there was uh, – she didn't tell me at the time. But then after we got out of that situation and and I was in a much healthier place, in yeah. a much less stress place, you know, she told me, she said there were times during that first year of marriage that I cry myself to sleep while you're at work and going, why did I marry this man? <sighs> wow. And, uh, you know, I'm like, well, I'm glad you stayed. It's <laughs> like, I'm glad I stayed too. Yeah. Um, but it, but it was, it was rough. And why? Because I was tired. I was yeah. emotionally tired. I was uh, mentally tired. I was physically tired, and it's like, uh, sure, spiritually tired as well because I certainly, at times, were was just uh, the church was something I went to and got through, mm-hmm. so I could get back home, go to bed, yeah, so that I could yeah. go and start it all up Monday morning, do it all again. Uh, and I'll and I'll tell you it, it wore on me. Rest is so important but but we feel like we're lazy if we rest. But yet God says you need at least a day. It um, really needed set aside a day. yeah, that's yeah. what he designated you know as the Sabbath. Now we we usually uh, look at Sunday as the Sabbath, you know, it's the Lord's Day, as the it's the resurrection and the kind of um, day that we should be focusing on family, on uh, focusing together in worship of the Lord. But we're resting. But I would also argue that for a guy like me, as a pastor, uh, preacher, your uh, your Sabbath ain't Sunday, right? The day of family, it's the day of worship. Absolutely. Yeah but it is not a day of rest for me as the pastor. It's a right. work day. Yep, um, it is. And so I have to make sure that I'm taking time to get that rest on another day and, and, and guard that that rest because it's important. Now, it doesn't make us weak. It makes us human, which is the way that God made us. Um <laughs> Now, he does tell us that he didn't make man for the Sabbath. He made the Sabbath for man. Mm -hmm. He gave it for a reason. So so we need to rest. We have permission to rest, and we're not being lazy when we do rest. So why is that such a problem? Why do I meet so many guys that are so stressed out, so... uh, Overworked, so bogged down, so volatile that they're about to just explode. And some that, that do, you know, yeah. don't 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 give them a sweet tea instead of an unsweet tea when you're going to McDonald's. I mean, you shouldn't do that anyway if they order
0: an unsweet. Yeah, tea. yeah, yeah. See, um, for me, it's the opposite, Brad. I always get the yeah. sweet tea. They always yeah. give me sweet tea down here when I yeah. ask for uh, when I ask for regular tea, unsweet tea. Yeah, but you're it's in always sweet tea. That-
1: you're in Tennessee. They're just trying to convert you. They're like, oh, like,
0: <laughs> okay. That's no, fair. No, no. He, he needs- so I, th- I think, you know, I- I'm sitting here, you know, as, as, as you're, you know, as you're kind of um, laying the foundation for why should we rest and why does, like, why is it that, mm-hmm. that even if we do, um, even if we try anyways to take time here and there, why is it mm-hmm. that we're still sort of on edge? I'm going to I'm going to say this I think we need to define what kind of rest we're we're trying to take what kind of rest are we searching for mm. um in Psalm 23 the rest that David the rest that David is describing <clears throat> is not is not necessarily an action that you can take mm. you know what i mean it's like so for me when uh, you know, listener, if you're new to the show, I'm a musician. If you're not a, not a, if you're a listener, if you're, if you're an, uh, a, um, a regular, you'll know that, that I, I, depending on the time of the semester means that my, my schedule ramps up like crazy. So for me, Brad, when I think about rest in my schedule with, with Shara and, and our, and our three kids, and then work and teaching and playing and gigging for me, rest can mean sleeping in on a, on a Friday morning. Mm -hmm. Um, It can mean going outside and, you know, working in the shed or mowing the lawn. It can mean, you know what? I just want to go to a coffee shop. I just want to get a nice hot cup of coffee. It can also mean I need to, I need to just sit down and pray. All of those are ways that I have found to rest. But again, I think that's the, I think that's like an action that I'm trying to take. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to inter interject into my schedule. The kind of rest that David discusses here in, in Psalm 23, I don't think is necessarily an action really that that you can, mm-hmm. that you can take granted. Yes. I know that I said that, you know, we do have the God, God gives us the option to not do this, but if the Lord is my shepherd, um, you know, I shall not want, there's nothing I lack. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides quiet waters. He renews my life. He leads me along the right paths. That means that my rest is not necessarily in any particular action that I, that I seek, but rather that my soul, that my spirit, that my mind is focused on trying to meet him. Mm -hmm. And I can't speak to anybody else for me that is not something that i can think gosh you know what i think i think i got a, i got about 10 minutes i need to sit down and the rest that that david speaks of psalm 23 i'll get that for 10 minutes hmm. in my in my life that has not happened hmm. in my life if i want this if i want the rest of psalm 23 i've got to take let's say that that 5 or 10 minutes every day Mm-hmm. and kind of begin to condition myself for that to happen now that's been my experience but mm-hmm. um yeah so, again so I, ask, again just thinking about yeah. what what definition of rest are are, are, you, are you are you are you thinking about
1: well, well let me let me go a long way around mm-hmm. you you just took a drink of water everybody can't see you. it's a podcast <laughs> yep. why'd, you, why'd, you, why'd you do that i was thirsty you're thirsty, right? So because your body needs water, the system is set up to tell you, hey, we need some more. Mm-hmm. So we get thirsty, right? right. We get thirsty because we need water. we We need hydration. Right? He leads me beside still waters so I can drink so I can be hydrated. Um, a little bit later today, if not already, your, your stomach's going to start to, you know, right. and it, why you're going to get, you can get hungry. right? Because you need sustenance. You need food. You need that. Uh, we need calories so we can keep doing the stuff. You know, I need to, to fuel the furnace and the system is set up to let me know, right? I've got these things. Hey, I'm thirsty. And it's set up in a way too. Thirst is something I want to get rid of. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: That's, yeah, that's true.
1: I want to get yeah. rid of it. My my stomach starts to growl and stuff and maybe hurt. So I want to get rid of that. Someone put something yeah. in there. So I say all that to say this. What kind of rest am I talking about? Well, yeah. I want to ask the question what's tired? What's tired? What is growling? What is Oh, I
0: get okay. Yeah, I get you. Yeah.
1: yeah. What, what what part of you is, is going, you know, um because there's there's certainly times when it's you haven't had enough sleep. Maybe you're not getting good sleep. And yeah, you, right. You need to, look, for a long time I didn't get good sleep. My wife told me four years. I think you have sleep apnea. I hear you stop breathing.
0: Tabitha said that you to you for four checked. years. Yeah.
1: I mean, it wasn't four years. Oh, I got four, you. Yeah. Four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, probably, I mean, it's probably pretty close. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> or two or three, at least. Yeah. Um, and I was like, nah, nah, I'm not going to do that. I put it off. I didn't do it. Um, she kind of gets upset because finally I was talking to a pharmacist that I was working with, as was Walgreens, and the pharmacist said, yeah, it sounds like you got sleep apnea. And I come yeah. home and I said, hey, the pharmacist said, Oh no. I got sleep apnea. Oh, I think maybe gosh. she got it checked out. And she's like, Are you kidding me? I've been telling you this all this time. And then somebody else tells you, and now you go, Listen, I was like, yes. No, 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 honey. See, you told me, <laughs> and he told me it was a validation of what you told me. <laughs> yeah, right. But I got to check. Guess what? I got sleep apnea. Guess what? I sleep with a CPAP now, which means I get better sleep. Right. And it was a game changer. Matter of fact, when I first went on it, My wife called it the miracle machine that I put off for all of this time because, (laughs) nah, nah. But I wasn't getting rest, and that's what they told me. Like, I was coming out of REM sleep like 50 times an hour. Like, I can do the math there. There's 60 minutes in an hour, 50 times an hour I'm coming out of REM. That's not a lot of REM. That's where you get rest. So, you know, if, if you're not being able to rest when you are sleeping, then you right. need to seek you know answers for that go to right. a doctor get a sleep study try some melatonin uh, get a better mattress those kind of yeah, things yeah so yeah. but you need to be getting physical rest but physical rest is one of those things too that our body i think is pretty good at telling us hey you need this
0: yeah <laughs> and, or and i will literally hard. shut down and force you to yeah. <laughs> to to take now it. again sometimes you need those like look
1: power naps are real and they work mm. <laughs> you can take 15 20 minute nap now let me tell you if you're like me you wake up in that first two or three minutes after you come out of that power nap you feel awful it's like why well, would I do this I'm so sleepy I just want to go back to sleep but if you actually wake up it's like wait I do have more energy Do you know that your body will, you will get to a point where your body will start taking naps, whether you want to or not, in very small doses? Like, I don't know if you've ever been so tired, DJ, where you start to nod off. Yes. Like, to the point where it's like, it doesn't matter how much caffeine, doesn't matter how much you've thrown at it, your body just starts taking, they're called micro naps. I've
0: never heard of micro naps. And your body is
1: getting this. It, it's it's like this battery that's just plugging itself in real quick and just, just enough, just enough. Um, by the way, once you're at that stage, you need to, you need to at least take a good power nap yeah. or, or your body's going to kind of keep going through this stuff. And again, there's not, there's, I don't know that there's an amount of caffeine or that's, that's going to change that. Please don't go to cocaine. You know, that's not the answer. No, 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 um, no. Yeah. Don't do drugs. <laughs> so again, Physical sleep is, rest is something we need, you know, guys, you, you're working, you're doing all this, you, you need rest, you, you g- girls too, but I mean, we're talking to guys, you know, and it's, you're not lazy if you've, if you take this rest, your body needs rest now, yeah. but I think on some level we can accept that, right? Okay. Yeah. Dude slept in, he worked super hard, last yeah. six days, we let him sleep in, that's fine emotional and mental rest i think those are more of a stigma like you're tough you're a man you shouldn't have to be you Dude, have there to,
0: you go yeah you shouldn't have to rest you shouldn't have no no your wife needs uh, you to rest your kids yeah. need you need you to rest and and here's here's something Brad that um i've i've actually dealt a lot with personally mm-hmm. is knowing that i need rest But I feel that if I, if I rest, if I need me time, I have already not given my wife, my like, I'm not given my wife, wife time, nor have I given my kids kid time. Mm -hmm. So I'm still putting myself on the back burner. And if I give my wife, wife time, I'm still not resting. Like in in these moments that I just need to get away or if Mm -hmm. I need my body needs to mm-hmm. just stop right mm-hmm. but at the same time what ends up happening at least for me um as a husband and a dad is that like you know something will set me off um and 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 you know i'll get frustrated i'll get mad and there'll mm-hmm. be an argument that ensues or kids will get in trouble yeah. um even though they're bouncing off the walls you know i mean and and so for me, what I have noticed in the last six or seven months of my <laughs> life, literally, is that when I'm when I'm able to to get rest, however, that may look like you were saying, you know, what's tired hmm. whenever I'm able to get rest. My wife needed me to rest so that when hmm. I give my wife wife time, we don't like we don't disagree. We there's hmm. not an argument that ensues. Or, 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 listeners, if you're, if you're married, like the silence that, that is, that impregnates, um, you know, that impregnates a, uh, a, a discussion when you know something's wrong and she may not be willing to talk about it. And I may, may not be willing to talk about it, but we can't stop thinking about it. So no one's going to say anything, you know, um, and when I get rest of however that looks, my kids and I have better interactions. Mm-hmm. I, and I, and I mean, I, this may, this, you know, put this in the, in this, in the world of, of, you know, psychological justification, that's fine. But I actually feel like I'm being a better dad mm-hmm. because the interactions that I have with my kids are better. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, you're exactly right, man. That like the, 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 the whole masculinity argument mm-hmm. coming into the emotional and uh and the mental rest mm-hmm. guys in my opinion we actually need to have that rest i'm going to say more than our family does not to say that they should not get it because that's not what mm-hmm. i'm saying but i mean as leaders of our house leaders of our homes when you give your wife wife time it needs to be it needs to. It needs to actually be restful for her too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So well, and I think we need to lead by example. I think it's what you're saying is we need to take that rest, and then yep. we need to make sure she's getting that rest. You know, uh, sometimes my wife, who teaches kindergarten, comes home and she's done. She's had a rough day. Yeah. She's done. Now it's it's not as bad now because our kids are older, and so our kids kind of their own things. We can be like, hey. Go do something. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere else in the house. We are
0: not in that stage. <laughs> right. You're not. And, and so there were times
1: when Tabby would come home. She's been dealing with kids all day. And now we've got three. Yep. And and they're they're kids. They're not being bad, but but they're needy at that level. Yes, they are. They because you know, that's one of the things I love about having my kids now. Like, are you hungry? Go make you something to eat. <laughs> make yourself an egg, mate. Egg. There's eggs. There's hey, make yourself yeah, a cake. Yeah. I don't care, you know? you know. yeah. Save me a piece. What are, you know? And and they do those kind of things. Yeah. You know, because we've taught them and we've given them ability. So that's great. But when they're your kids' age, you can't be like, hey, Noah, just 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 go make some. You know, go make a cake because you want to live.
0: Yeah. You know <laughs> Yeah, you and you also, to I also, I also like. You don't want to go? To I also, the ER. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he will probably go into the kitchen and at least attempt, even if he's, even if he says, "But I don't know how." Yeah, that's right. And I don't want to clean up that mess. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> no right. desire. He's he's <laughs> he have that confidence, right? So, so leave my
1: example. Give your wife to that time that she needs to rest. But Now let's talk about mental emotional rest. Yeah. You were saying these earlier, that sometimes for you rest is, I need to go cut the grass. Yeah. No. For me, that's not rest. I hate cutting the grass. I'm very thankful <laughs> that somebody cuts my grass, that uh, the people that cut the I live in a parsonage and the, the guy that cuts the grass for the church also cuts my yard. Yeah, I love yeah. that because I hate cutting grass. That is not restful for me, but I understand <laughs> for some people that is. Yeah. Uh, so what is it for you? Maybe it's going and tinkering in the garage. Maybe it's building something. I know some guys that their stress reliever is they build awesome stuff, which would probably be more stressful for me. <laughs> It'd be a lot of work. But for them, yeah. that's how they, you know, not that it's not a lot of work for them, but it's it's something they want to do. It's something that they enjoy. It's It relieves stress more than it creates it. And sure. I think that's that's one of those things is, is we need that. Where we are uh, getting that relief of stress, so that disconnect for a little while, and and again, we can't live there unless we're going to no, start making can't. coffee tables for a living. You know, you can't. And there's only yeah. so many coffee tables you need in your own house.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. But if so, you live but, there, then then your rest becomes work, and then yeah. you know, <laughs> and
1: you know, need it, rest from it's, that. It's, yeah, right. But it's yeah. a vicious cycle. It's a vicious. No, it is so. So that's one way is is we need to find that outlet. What is it? Again, for me, a lot of times it's fishing. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times I would take my day off and I'd go fishing and that that was a great place for me to to be in prayer and and just enjoy the outside and hopefully catch something right But if I didn't, still just having a relaxing day disconnecting. Here's another one, Oh, and I don't even know. I'm like, oh, man, are we going to bridge this? We, we have to. We have to, and we don't like to talk about this stuff in the church. You, for men, and I'm talking to men who are married, Yeah, you need to have a healthy sex life with your wife.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Now, we could spend a lot of time on what that looks like. Here is is the advice that I usually give um, guys. Uh, especially newly married guys, people I'm counseling, put your wife first. Yep. If you put your wife first in the bedroom, I think you'll find that things go better.
0: I'm not Mm -hmm. saying it
1: solves everything if you have, if you're having issues. And here's the thing too. I think at some point (laughs) we all have issues in, in that part of our life or most of us do in our sex life. But the way God designed it, and I know this is counter what everybody says, even in the church, and it drives me nuts. Um, The way God designed it means it should be getting better, not worse. Mm -hmm. And uh, the wedding at Canaan, I think God is using a very powerful illustration there. I heard another pastor talk about this. Um, What does the guy say when he drinks Jesus' wine? He goes, hey. You saved the best wine till last. Everybody brings out the good wine first and then they bring out the poor wine. But what have Mm -hmm. you done? You, you've, you've brought you saved the best wine for last. Um, well, what do we tend to do in relationships? Let's bring out all the good first. I've, I've, I've heard people say in relationships, well, I've got her or I've got him now. So they're stuck with me. That's a horrible thing to say. Yeah. I mean, no, no, Do we kid about things like that? That's one thing. But I, I've heard way too many people say like, you know, you know, I got dialed up and stuff or or I used to, you know, I used to do this and hold doors for her and do all this and I stopped. Mm-hmm. Well, we should be doing more of those things as we're growing together in love with the yeah. wife. So yeah. date your, your wife, <clears throat> talk to your wife, have those difficult conversations about what she needs, about what she wants, about what she likes. Um, listen to her. Hopefully she'll listen to you. Here, here's another thing. There is no shame. There is no shame in getting help if you need help. I mean, there are physical things that, that cause problems. Go talk to someone. Go talk to a doctor. Get that taken care of. You, you deserve that in your marriage for the two of you to be fulfilled also acknowledge that what you need to be fulfilled is probably not what your wife needs to be fulfilled. They're, they're different things. Um, Again, this is a family friendly podcast, so we're not going to dig too Correct. deep in the subject, <laughs> but you know, for, for my wife, things need to be more emotional. They need to be more verbal. Mm. Yeah. You know? And so uh, I've had to learn some of those things. Take the time because that's one of the biggest things too. I think that that God has put in marriage to be a stress reliever because guys, you know, when it happens, it is, it's on top of the world for a little bit. Nothing else matters. So you need a good, healthy sex life with your wife and it should be getting better. So if it's not, then you need to make that one a place of prayer but also a place of um, when we pray we should be praying uh well here let's give this example there were these two kids that were going to school and back in the day and they heard the bell ring and the one kid started running and he turned around the other kid had stopped to kneel because uh, they were going to be late and the kid mm. said what are you doing he said I'm praying He said, okay, but let's run and pray. Yeah. There's time to pray. Sometimes we need to run and pray. Yeah. So let's take those things to God. Let's let's look at what God has said. Um, And he does say stuff in there. Go read Song of Solomon. Um, Seek out godly counsel. Seek out a therapist if you need to. There's no shame in those things. There's no shame in you getting the help you need to be the husband that you need to be. And, and I say the same thing about mental, with your mental health. You know, if you're struggling with anxiety, if you're struggling with depression, yes. Uh, two of the questions I want to ask you, if you're talking to me, is that are you reading your Bible and you're spending time in prayer? But those don't, but as someone who's dealt with chronic anxiety, um, that's not always the, the end all. But those are two important things because you're going to be more anxious. And you're going to struggle more with depression if you're not reading your Bible and you're not spending time with God in prayer. But also there's a time to, to seek out a a good Christian therapist to talk those things out or your pastor. Uh, Go talk those things out and help you. Uh, There's time to go clinically because there's times when you have clinical issues where you need medication. it never ceases to amaze me that people will be on insulin for their diabetes. They'll be on blood pressure medicine for their, their huh. high blood pressure that, uh, you know, other stuff yeah. for their cholesterol, uh, they will be on something for their gout, but man, it's ungodly for me to go get on a medication for my anxiety, for my depression, for my bipolar, for my right. whatever. That makes absolutely no sense. And I, and right. I hope that you hear that as I'm saying that, like the, the the brain is is an organism that is full of chemicals it uses chemicals sometimes those um, need help because they're they're not processing right much like the rest of some of the organs that need help right um, yeah. now can we do things to make them do better absolutely are you hydrated are you getting physical and emotional rest right uh, are are you getting the right are you eating uh a diet that's full of junk food or more full of good food because it does make a difference. Uh, let me, let me be nourished. Let me be uh, hydrated. Let me be rested yeah. and and go from there. So uh, and there's lots of things and we can mesh this out. So uh, here's my main point today. You need to rest yes. and you need to do what you need to do to rest, whatever that looks like. And, DJ, maybe maybe you need to go mow the grass and get some rest. As for me, that would be so super, super stressful. I
0: hate it. Right? Yeah. 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 Um,
1: but what you need to do and take the time to to do that. And you know what? It's okay for you to uh, to rest because God said you need rest. I made yeah. you. You know, uh, and I've made this rest. I've made the Sabbath for you so that you rest. Right. Every week, this reminder that you need it constantly. Well, I mean, I rested a few times, you know, last year. No, you,
0: weekly, daily. Right. Yeah. Uh, rest. And and to that point, specifically, guys, you know, we tend to be workaholics more In my experience, we tend to be workaholics more than than women do. But I certainly know that I've heard plenty of stories, you know, for for women that are that are that are very um, strong business minded. You know, they're very, very driven. They're, They're very much work minded, too. But but no, Brad, to that point. We're not going to take the daily rest we, we will, we will here and there, but like on a consistent basis, I think, I, like if we're, if we're really honest, what are the chances that we're, that will that we're actually going to be able to do that on a daily basis? I'm just going to be honest. I think it's pretty mm-hmm. slim. And and I mean, like it comes in, you know, it ebbs and flows. It comes in waves uh, that there are, that there are weeks that you can do that. Mm-hmm. There are weeks that, that your schedule actually just, just catches up with you. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> For me, one of the things that I've, that I've started to, to consider just as, just to, you know, kind of further your point here a bit, Brad, that if, you know, guys, if you're the, if you're the person that, that knows that your schedule is just going to be nuts, just going to be crazy, crazy all the time. How are you mentally preparing yourself to deal with a busy week? Mm -hmm. And meaning this for me. When I think about when I think about just a Monday, a typical Monday to Friday or or Saturday to Sunday and 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 let's put it let's put it for me as a uh, I uh, I teach higher education music and my wife and I have a seven year old of uh, uh, soon to be or three year old and soon to be two year old. So let's 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 think about my typical Monday through Friday in the month of April when when. I essentially hate my life. Like my mm-hmm. my schedule is that busy. So when I think about a Monday to Friday, I know for a fact that the kind of rest that I really want to get, I'm not going to at least all at once. Mm-hmm. And so, what can I do? I I've I already conditioned myself now to begin to think, what can I do as you mentioned Brad, you know, it's sort of your micro naps? What mm-hmm. can I do to get the micro rests in to where I can still operate, and how is it that that the, and I'm serious when I when I when I come back to this, how is it that the Lord is in fact my shepherd and I shall not want in the middle of of a week where I just mm-hmm. I, I pretty much hate everybody, you know what I mean like I, I can't stand mm-hmm. it just because I'm that busy um how is it that that I can that I can still rest in the Lord mm-hmm. in the moments where the world tells me, You're not, you're not going to, you don't get to, um, Mm -hmm. and you should be happy about it, you know? Um, So I would, I would, and and I I can't necessarily give anybody any tips on how to do that because I don't know how you, I don't know how you emotionally react to the Mm -hmm. schedule that you keep. But I I would just say this, like how, how you, how, you know, you emotionally react. It's in those moments where you're able to kind of figure out, okay, Mm -hmm. this is where I can add this. Piece of rest or that bit of rest? Well, and
1: let's think about what Jesus said, right? He said, come to me, yeah. all you who are weary and heavy laden, heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. I will give Take rest. my yoke upon you and learn from me. Right? Because he says he's, his burden is light. His yoke his is easy. Is light. His burden yeah. is light. So he, Jesus has come to me, and I'll teach you, yeah, how to do the hard things. De- Jesus didn't. Jesus lived a hard life. Je- Jesus lived a, a life, especially in his ministry, where I mean, he was moving, but he took the time to go pray. took the time to get away with the Father. Um, um, you know, he took the cross. <laughs> so yeah. God wants. Here is another thing. And I find this funny because I'm a pastor, but I still find this true, okay? Um, Sometimes when I'm spending that time in prayer, my mentality will be like, I'm wasting time. I should be doing something. (laughs) I'm talking to the God of creation. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. When I'm having the most <laughs> important meeting that I could, this is not the president, this is God. This is right. not some world leader. This is God. He made everything. He made me. He died for me. He loves me. He's giving me all these things. When I'm spending that time with him in prayer, still that temptation to be like I'm wasting time.
0: Yeah. You're not. I need to yeah, I need to get up and do something. Sure.
1: So yep. yeah. Go spend that time with God. Um Sit at his feet. Breathe in and breathe out.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Pour it all out to him because he invites you to, too. Uh, Peter says, hey, all that anxiety, all that stuff, just cast it on Jesus because he cares for you. What does, what does that mean? It means it's, hey, throw it on Jesus. Put it in a box and carry it to Jesus. Hey, look at this mess I've made. Look at this mess that other people have made that I'm in the middle of. Look at this man. Seek him, and he'll help you through it. Will it be easy? Not very much in life have I ever gone through is easy. There's a lot of difficulty in life. There's a lot of things that are simple, right? There's simple truths. If I, you know what, if I if I eat right and I, and I get proper rest and I get proper hydration, I feel better. That's pretty simple. But to your point, DJ, it's not always easy to do, right? You know what? Sometimes McDonald's has to pick up the slack, and 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 I'm, you know, we're running late. We got to eat. I mean, eat
0: something. dude, truth is truth, right? I mean, give it's, me a Mac,
1: give me yeah. McChicken, and an unsweet tea, please. Make it unsweet this time.
0: Please make it unsweet.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's funny. You know, we, we're not going to do it perfectly, and I think that's the thing too. Is But we need to be consistently able to operate at a rested state. I think about cell phone battery, right? Don't walk out and expect to be using your phone all day if you start in the morning and it's at 8%. It's true. It's going to die.
0: It is going going to to have
1: to charge it in the car. You're going to have to charge it at work. You're going to have to charge it on the go if you want to use it because it's going to die. So why do we wake up at 8% and expect to go all day without needing something to charge us up? And I think that's where too, though, what do we do? That's where people turn to things that aren't good or things that may not be bad in and of themselves, but they can become not good. Um, You could be someone like me who has been guilty of drinking way too much coffee trying to compensate for the rest that I'm not getting. <laughs> yeah you know and right. you know uh, people turn to other things to to try to get through. let's let's take God's way. Let's let him dry, lead us to some green pastures and still waters, but we don't get to stay there. It's also that valley of the deepest darkness. Yeah. Well let's walk it with Jesus. Somebody put it this way too the other day. And I was like, oh, never really thought about it that way. If you're in the valley of deepest darkness with the light.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it still dark? Is it still dark? <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. I never thought about that. But that's a well, good point. Go, yeah. go
1: to the light. He wants, he wants us to have rest for souls. He wants us to be good fathers. He wants us to be good husbands. He wants yeah. us to be good leaders of our family, of our community. And He will give us all that we need But He says, come to me. Come to me. Yep. So. Good word, Brad. Yeah.
0: Listeners, um, as always, we love that you love our show. Um, so next week, just because, like Brad and I, uh, we discussed this before the show. Next week, um, we're going to tackle New Year's New Year's resolutions. Um, but uh, but we really we really wanted to talk about rest today. So um, so we're going to find out. We hope out, that our podcast know, has been restful. Yeah, we're
1: going to find out how many of you are going to listen to our New Year's resolution <laughs> podcast, yes. and your re- New re- New Year's resolution has already died. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or if your news re- New Year's resolution is I don't want st- to I, I want to stop listening to podcasts, and then I see that this new podcast is about New Year's resolutions. So we apologize if 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 we're yeah, sorry, if we're causing you to that. stumble. Yeah. <laughs> but in that light, uh, Brad, love you, man. Love you too. Love you, listeners. Guys. We love you. Get some rest. And We'll catch you next time. That's right. Get some rest. <laughs>